Hey, it's Bethany here. You're about to listen to an episode that I just recorded with my sister, Amanda, and we just talk really candidly about boundaries, priorities, using your voice, expectations, and what happens when you're able to lean into all of those things. So I hope you enjoy the episode and we'd love to see you on December 30th at the Assess and Aspire workshop. It's 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a free workshop where we're going to dive in to all the things that you need and want to be, do, and have in 2021. This is not your average goal setting seminar or workshop. This is something very different. So join us. Go to uh, Big Life Resources. I almost forgot where I was sending you. BigLifeResources.com forward slash aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E. Again, BigLifeResources.com forward slash aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dialed In. This is the holiday survival series. And I have an amazing woman with me here today. It's my sister, Amanda Weber. Welcome to the series, Amanda. Well, hello. Thank you, sis. (laughs) So we were just doing a Facebook messenger call and um, we were just discussing boundaries and what that's looked like for each of us and how hard it is to navigate that sometimes, how freeing it is when you actually set the boundaries and follow through and just all the stuff in the messy middle. And so um, we just thought, you know what? we know that this has been a struggle for us. It's something that I see from a coaching standpoint with every client I work with. I've never met a client that doesn't have boundary work to do. And so we're just going to have an open, candid conversation about boundaries and what our journeys have been like and, um, and just see where it goes and hopefully give you some tidbits that you can take away and things that you can think about um, to apply to your life. So um, Amanda, I'm going to start by asking you, how, how did you even know that you needed to set boundaries? Well, I think whenever I, whenever I realized that I had so much boundary work to do was uh, probably whenever I first started with my coach and I realized that I had whittled myself down so small that I would fit in any situation, but I didn't really have a backbone to stand on when it came to what I really wanted or what my hopes were or what my dreams were. I caved into everyone else's hopes and dreams and what they wanted and put myself on the back burner, which I think that boundaries go hand in hand with um, selfishness versus self-love. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Cause mm-hmm. like selfishness, self-love kind of goes hand in hand a little bit like those figuring that out. Um, but I think that once I realized that I had kind of lost myself a little bit, I realized, whoa, I need to start fresh, shake some stuff off, take a beat and circle back. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started setting boundaries in my house. 
you touched on something, you know, I think um, as women, for those women that are listening and men, maybe this resonates with you as well, but women, we're taught um, growing up to be nice, to play nice, to share. We want, at least for sister and I, and for many of my clients, we have, uh, that are females, we watched our parents, our moms, sacrifice and bend and contort and be exhausted and please and say the right things and do the right things just to make everybody else happy. Meanwhile, they weren't living big. They, they weren't no. happy inside. They, they were miserable and they were resentful. They were resentful. They, they, they harbored hard feelings towards people when really if you have resentment, more than likely it's because of something that you're choosing to do because no one can make you not have boundaries. That's you, that's your own deal. But I think from a young age, many of us are taught to do whatever is normal, to do whatever pleases everyone else and to make everyone around you happy. Well, and that in itself is a hard ball of wax to, to kind of swallow up, right? Mm-hmm. Young age, just to be quiet. Don't be too excited. Oh, but don't be too quiet. They'll think you're depressed. Oh, but don't, you know, it's all about everybody else. Mm-hmm. Everything is always about everybody else. So whenever you get to that point in your life where you can build yourself up enough to start breaking yourself down mm-hmm. to figure out what your, what your BS, your bullshit you know, belief methods are, it's like, oh, well, this is where that came from. This is where that came from. I need to reset mm-hmm. and improve. And that way I can do differently with my children, with, you know, anyone that I'm around retrain. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like a rewiring of your thinking about what is and what is not okay. And so here's what happens. I, I actually was interviewing someone um, for the podcast and actually she ended up being a speaker on the recent um, being unapologetically you conference that just happened. Her name's Bryn Bamber. And in our interview, when we first met, she shared with me this whole idea and this isn't her original idea, but I don't remember who she said said this. So this isn't my original idea either, but (laughs) growing up, we have to choose um, conforming over authenticity. So we choose to conform because we don't know any better. We have to conform to stay safe, to fit into the, the family dynamics, to, to be okay, to have our parents be okay with us, because that's our, I mean, that's a role as a child. Like you don't know what else to do other than you look to them to tell you that you're okay. And obviously if your parents aren't really okay with themselves and they have their own issues, then, you know, they're going to be showing you that even if they don't say it. And so growing up, you choose attachment or conformity over authenticity, because it's just what you, it's just what you do. You're not consciously choosing it. It's just what happens. But then when you become an adult, then you get to choose authenticity over that attachment. But the thing is, often we don't realize that we don't even have that choice. We don't realize as an adult that we've spent all of our younger years conforming 
to please our parents and to fit into that family mold. But then we don't know that we have the power of choosing as an adult. So if you're listening and this is like foreign to you, or you're wondering how to even know what boundaries are, this is your permission slip to do the right thing for you. Because here's the simplistic um, definition of a boundary. It's the things that you need to be fulfilled and safe, like period. What are the things that you need to be fulfilled and safe? And fulfillment has a lot of stuff in it. You're talking about your joy, your peace, your comfort. Like what are those things that you need to be fulfilled and safe? Does that mean that, you know, you can start um, identifying what boundaries you need by looking at your relationships. What relationships make you feel like shit after you've spent time with those people? Stop spending time with those people. But, 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 but what if it's my mom? It's okay. You can limit your time. You can back the train up. It doesn't mean that you don't love her. It doesn't mean that you call her and are like, Hey, I'm done spending time with you. It just means that you're choosing to have a boundary so you can have your peace. It doesn't and make if you someone that's, yeah, if it's someone that's in your immediate household, then how do you suggest people deal with that? I'm just curious. Communication, having, See, having those hard conversations. And that's the rub, right? It is the rub. That's, that's hard. Like nothing's easy about that, but what do you want to do? I mean, do you want to get to the end of your life and be like, yep, I contorted and twisted and shrunk my whole life. I'm resentful. I'm bitter. I never lived for me. In fact, I didn't even know what I wanted in my life to make somebody else happy. That really wasn't happy anyway. Like, because if they're trying to control you to make them happy, they're not happy either. They're looking for their happiness in the wrong place. Our happiness comes from inside of us, right? And then we determine what is right for us, period. Even if we're disappointing our parents, even if we're disappointing our aunts, even if we're disappointing friends that we used to get along with really well because we spent all of our time drinking and gossiping and that's just not who we want to be anymore. It's okay. It's okay to be who you want to be and not to drown yourself in guilt about it which is a whole other yeah. topic. <laughs> I think, I think that once you hit that point where you feel like you need to set boundaries, things get a little sketchy because there's a difference between setting boundaries and following through with boundaries. Mm. Wouldn't so, you agree with that? Yeah. Talk about that. What does that look like? What's the difference? What's, what's been your experience? I think it's super easy to set boundaries. I set them all the time, <laughs> like with my, with my kids, no more candy today. Just, you know, dumb stuff like that. No more candy today. Okay. Will you help me with this and this? I guess I'll give you a piece. No, no more. You don't get any more candy, you know, stuff like that. It's the follow through, man. It's all in the follow through, I think. And that's, that's the sketchy part. That's where it gets dirty, right? Well, sure. Because it comes against all the other beliefs and the underpinning of everything that's driving you to give up on your boundaries to begin with. I mean, what about yeah. the boundaries you make with yourself? Like the promises that you make to yourself? Um, like, Hey, I, I am going to, I'm going to say no, the next time I'm asked to do X, Y, Z, like, and you sit, tell yourself that like, as you're leaving from doing it this time. And then two weeks later, you get the phone call and you, you, 
say yes, because you're scared because you think that maybe, maybe you were taught that if you aren't giving back, that you're not a good person, or maybe you were taught that if you aren't, you know, sacrificing all your free time and doing what everybody else wants around you, that, that you're, that you're not okay, that that's how you get to be okay. I mean, I don't know what the story is that you tell yourself in your head, but this is how you can begin to start to see where you need to set boundaries. What are the stories? Why are you doing what you're doing? Or maybe just the general people pleasing. So many of us just want to everything to be okay and just calm. That it is so much easier just to push your wants and your desires over to the side just so things can be okay and calm. Mm -hmm. But I think at some point, something hits you where you're just like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to melt myself down so much to where I do get to the end of my life. And I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> I want to be able to be like, okay, this is what I did, <laughs> you know? Right. So it, and it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be like, Hey, expanding my knowledge in the area of, I don't know, of prayer Maybe that's important yeah. to you for 2021. And so how are you going to accomplish that? What boundary do you need to set around that? This isn't, I'm not talking about a goal. I'm talking about how are you going to open up space in your schedule for that? And what does that mean as far as boundaries that you have to put up? Does it mean, hey, I'm going to go to bed every night at nine. So my kids are in bed by eight. I go to bed at nine. So I have an hour to read before 10. Like every night that's, that's oh. and my boundary is, the kids are in bed at eight. This is the, this is how it's going to flow. I think you just hit the nail on the head. So priorities and boundaries pretty much go hand in hand, right? Absolutely. But if your if your priorities aren't lined up, then how can you ever set the boundaries in place? So here's what I found working with my clients, working with my coaching clients, when I ask people, what are your bound or what are your priorities? Typically it goes something like this, God, faith, spirituality, whatever, number one, number two, family, number three work. But then if I have them sit down and do a time study and, and map out how they spend a week of their time or even three days of their time, what shows up typically is not in alignment with those priorities because you're not having good boundaries. Like, hmm. so they spend all the hours at work. I mean, don't say your family is a top priority and then you spend all of your time away from your family. And I can say that because I did that for years telling myself, well, I'm providing, I'm working, I'm contributing this way. And really I was just trying to prove my worth. Like there's wow. so many yeah. layers. There's so many layers to why we don't set boundaries and why we don't love our priorities, which go hand in hand that, um, where there's a ton that we could dive into. So if you, if <laughs> you know. find you miles an hour, <laughs> right? I know here, <laughs> um, if you find yourself that, that you find yourself that you feel like you don't get to do the things that you want to do, or you're listening to this and you're like, wait a minute. I don't even know what it is that I want to do. I've lived so many years just like operating on what I thought everybody else wanted me to do. 
then, well, maybe it's time that you sit down and start identifying that. Sit down and start making a list. I have a resource. Um, go to bigliferesources.com forward slash more, please. It's a free guide. It takes you through eight different life areas and you get real with yourself and you write down where you're at in each of those areas, how you feel about where you're at, and then what you want in each of those areas and how you want to feel. Because you can't set a boundary if you have no idea where you want to go. If you have no idea how you want to be, how you want to feel, how you want to show up. If you're so busy living for everybody else, you're unfulfilled. I guarantee you, you're unfulfilled. You're asking yourself, is there more? And you're probably full of resentment, maybe some guilt, maybe some shame in there. Um, you may even be fighting sadness or depression because all of that, that not living your life, not living the life that's inside of you leads to all of those things. But you can't live the life inside of you if you don't know what you want and you don't have boundaries around it. Well, and the thing with that is like, we literally only get this one life. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like those are really heavy words. And I've heard you say them a million times over <laughs> and every single time it has this huge impact on me personally, because man, we only get this one life. Like, am I really waking up and doing everything that I want to do to live this big life that I want to live, which my big life consists of raising amazing kids who love and care for others, mm -hmm. you know, having me and my husband work as a team together in raising our kids, mm -hmm. showing them what a loving marriage is, you know, big, big lives, they're big lives, you know, depending on who you are. Right. But I just, I think about that every single day, whenever I wake up, are you going to live a big life today, Amanda? And that does go through my head every single morning. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my life is small and sometimes my life is explosive. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my boundaries actually work out. And sometimes I am a total boundary loser, but boundaries are pretty much everything rolls back to the boundaries whenever it comes to living your big life. So maybe we can share some examples of boundaries of like what we've, like I can, I'm, as, a, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking of a lot of clients that have had, that have like set boundaries. I can think of some stories with those clients. I can have personal examples as well. Um, and I'll start with a personal example. So for me, um, when we had small children, it was always tradition to go to my grandma's house every year for Christmas, but we were five hours away and, um, and it was really hard to travel. But at Christmas, my mom would always be like, we have to be together as a family. And, and my, my parents love us deeply. They do. Yeah. So absolutely. this is not bad. Like it, 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 it's nothing about this is bad, but I had to put a boundary in place and say, listen, we're going to start some of our own traditions because having a, a two and a four-year-old and traveling six hours is like sticky needles in our eyes. And we love you, but we also want to have traditions with them. 
And so we're not going to do it this time. And that was a firm boundary. Um, and uh, Amanda, I'll let you share one so, of yours too. Yeah. So yeah, stop, stop right there because okay. on the reverse side of that, here we are with a 12 year old, a six year old and a five year old. And we bend over backwards to go home every year because we don't have the same boundaries that you guys had, right? So we bust tiny to go home and we go to all these different places to see all these different people because that's what you do. You show up for your people, right? So it doesn't work like that. It, here's what it goes it's, back it's to. Backwards. Yep. Yes. It's backwards. <laughs> so there's, I'm looking on my phone to see what that episode was. There's a, I just did an episode on boundaries just a few days ago. Um, it's episode hundred. It was published on December 15th and it was oh. one question you ask about boundaries. Like, and so that was, this was the beginning of the conversation. And, and so here's, here's, first of all, besides recognizing if you're unfulfilled and people pleasing and exhausted, that's the first step. Number two, here's how you know on a moment to moment basis, whether you're not having good boundaries. You ask yourself, why am I doing this? If it's because you love it and it feeds your soul and it lights you on fire and because your kids can't wait and it's amazing, then great. Yes. I don't think you need a boundary. Right. But if you're doing right. it and it's miserable or you're doing it out of obligation and guilt or fear that you're going to disappoint somebody, you've got to step back and question it. And it doesn't mean that that you call your parents up or, or, or whatever and say, hey, I'm done seeing you. That's not it. It's that, <laughs> hey, this is what feels good to us. You know, we're going to try to have a family tradition. Well, I, okay. I remember our parents doing this when we were younger. So we would go to one set of grandparents on Christmas Eve and then Christmas yeah. morning, we would have our own family Christmas and we compromised yeah. then by having lunch at the other grandparents and then opening yeah, gifts in the afternoon there. That was all a boundary. That was it all was. a boundary. Yeah. And because they were so good with boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think it's, it's different when it's your own kids and, and it can be hard and, and you want to be sure you have a good relationship with them. And sometimes maybe you have a tendency to give guilt, especially if you've been able to give guilt okay. before and it's worked for you and you've gotten the results you want from your children. Um, you know, well, and on top of that, like when people pass boundaries change, Right. Like that's a whole other thing. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So then because all the traditions are gone and all the things from that person are, are gone. And so boundaries are something that they're constantly evolving. Okay. So I'm going to share yes. a boundary that a client of mine had, um, over one Christmas. So he lived not far from his mom and his mom was ill, but not necessarily like passing in the next month, but it had a, had a, uh, an illness that, um, she was, she was fighting cancer and, but he lived close by her and all the other kids. Um, there were several, it was a big family. There were several kids. I don't remember how many in the family and, um, they lived really close. And so, uh, the, this other siblings were coming up on Christmas to visit the mom and um, 
my client hadn't really been close to siblings for quite a while, not because there was any big fight or anything else, but as, as he grew and evolved and, and learned more about himself and what the people that he wanted to surround himself with, you know, it wasn't necessarily the people that were his siblings that fit that box all the time, or that even made an effort to be part of his life. And so he was just like, you know, it's okay. It's okay that it's, it, I love them. And if, if they need something, I'm there, but it's okay that we don't like have to see each other every holiday. It's okay that we don't, that we don't have this relationship that Hallmark tells us we should have, or the Budweiser commercial shows, or the turkey commercial for Thanksgiving when all the people are sitting around the table. It's okay that we don't have this. And that was good. And he made that decision with himself. And then Christmas Day rolled around and his mom called him and said, hey, you know, you're two miles from me. Your sister is here from out of state with her family. You should come see her. And he said, I love you. I don't want to interfere on their time with you, but it's okay. I'm not, I'm not. And it's okay. I have my family here. I'm going to take care of things for me and I love you all, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to come over. And she, she really had a hard time with that. Why can't you families are forever? Why can't you just do this for me? Why can't you just be here? And he said, you know, because we don't have that kind of relationship. And when he called to tell me that this happened, I was so proud of him because yeah, he's, he's, he's was true to who he was. So um, Glennon Doyle has a book out called Untamed and there's a, a part in it. And I don't know what page it's on, but she says, she says a couple things in the book. One, she says she thought that she wasn't supposed to feel any emotion other than happy. And so she always felt like something was wrong if she wasn't happy or making other people happy. And number two in the book, she talks about how she tells her children that their job in life is to never disappoint themselves. And that means if they have to disappoint everyone around them, including her, that's yes. okay. Because to be yes. true to who they are. You guys, yes. it's okay to be true to who you are. You don't have to do it in a way where you're like a jerk or an a-hole to other people, but um, it's okay to be true to who you are and have those boundaries. You cannot live big. You cannot live true to who you are. You cannot be, do, and have the things that you want in your life if you're always performing and pleasing for other people. That will lead you to bitterness, resentment, depression, painkilling with alcohol, food, social media, shopping. I mean, you name it, you can painkill with anything. And it's completely, absolutely unhealthy and it will devastate your ability to live big. So sister, do you have yes. an example of a boundary that you'd be willing to share? I don't know about a boundary right now, but the one thing that's coming out to me is a quote that I read lately. It said, I am no longer shrinking to be digestible. You can choke. <laughs> and 
I know that that's a little bit fierce and a little bit scary, but at the same time, my gosh, like I think about all the times in my life where I have shrunk and I am so sick of shrinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever we had talked earlier, um, you know, on the Facebook messenger, we were talking about boundaries and how it's so easy to set boundaries. The, the hard part is the follow through with boundaries, mm-hmm. right? That, that was the, the, the main gist of, I think our whole, like getting online and doing this, this podcast was the follow through. Like how many of you guys are sick of shrinking to be digestible? Like, I don't want to shrink anymore. I am so sick of shrinking. Like I want to be able to be calm, be free and just be right. How would it feel to wake up every day and just be truly who you are? And if that means you're disappointing your spouse or your parents or your daughter, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying like, this isn't in a jerk way where you're like calling people up and telling them they don't fit into your life anymore. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is doing what you need to do for you and figuring out what that balance is. And it's not selfish. It's the most loving thing that you can ever do for yourself and for the people around you. Because here's the thing, when you are living your priorities and you're having boundaries, you're not depleted. You're not resentful. You're not annoyed at people all the time. You're not complaining all the time. You're not drinking all the time. You're not painkilling all the time. You're not eating to cover it up. You're not hiding in your closet crying. You're not anxious. You're not filled with anxiety about what people are going to think. And you're not unfulfilled. Like all of those things like go away when you're true to who you are and you step into whatever that is that you need to feel whole and good and okay. And it's okay to say what those things are, even if your spouse of 20 years doesn't agree with you. It's okay to set those boundaries. Hey, I need 20 minutes every morning for quiet. We've got to figure out a way to do this. I know the kids are small, but I need this. I need you to help me with supper three times a week. How can we accomplish this? I need you to get up in the middle of the night with the three-month-old three times a week so I can sleep so I am not exhausted and wanting to jump off a cliff. Like yes. you have to sit, speak what it is that you need. And we don't have time. I wish, Go ahead. I wish that I would have had boundaries like that years ago when my babies were little, you know, because it, it, all, it, all it would have been was a conversation. And then if it didn't follow through and the follow through wasn't there, another conversation and, and that, you know, conversation after conversation after conversation. Okay. Where's the follow through? If there's no follow through then now I know. And that's it. Right. Rather, rather than all of these, like, um, almost like quiet expectations, because there's so many quiet expectations where you don't set the boundaries because you just expect someone to be the way that you would want you know oh that's a really good point so here's another thing to recognize stop expecting you from other people right 
you can't it's expect people happen. to act like you because first no. of all, there's a one in 400 trillion chance that you're here right now with your qualities, your, your personality, you know, in, in this time in the world. Right. So, uh, so you have, you're one of a kind and what your, your needs are maybe very, very different from what your spouse's needs are. And that's okay. But often they don't know what your needs are unless you have a conversation. I mean, go to the book, The Five Love Languages. I was just thinking that, The Five Love Languages. And then I was thinking about that new show that's on Netflix called Sensitive. Mm. Have you seen it? No, but it's on my list. And then I was thinking about that new Disney Plus show soul like my mind was going like a 50 million different directions mm-hmm. whenever you were talking mm-hmm. that movie soul oh my gosh you want to talk yeah. about a deep dive right you want to have your life put in perspective for you in a disney movie go watch holy soul. it just came out yeah that was amazing but yeah there are so many things out there so many you know so many things you could reach out to it well and big life you hello Thank you. You know, jump in an awesome group of girls there. Well, okay. So once you decide the boundary that you need, it's time to have the hard conversation. And I know we don't have the time to jump into what that looks like, but anytime you're going to have a hard conversation, you need to start the conversation with what it is that you need, not what it is the other person isn't doing. Okay. You've got to start with what it is that you need need. So I feel like this when this happens, I need XYZ in order to set my day up for success. I need this so I can have peace. It's okay to ask for what you need. And yes, it's I know selfish. it's not selfish, but we're taught, no. suck it up, figure it out. You can do it all. You know, can't though not really no, you can't and it, mm-hmm. it's a sign of strength to be able to ask for what you need and is it I hard agree. absolutely like it's hard you open yourself up for rejection you open yourself up for what happens when if and when they say no yes it's hard but you've got to be able to recognize if you're if you're spending your life unfulfilled depleted annoyed resentful anxious and pain killing right that isn't truly living Mm -mm. you're just there's so much more out there so what are you doing why are you doing it and what is the next conversation that you need to have and if you want to dive in to setting yourself up for 2021 and the success that you can have there um join us on the 30th. Um, we're doing at 6 p.m. on the 30th. I just had a brain fart if it's like 6 or 6 30. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, here's what you do you're going to go to bigliferesources.com again and then put forward slash aspire, A S P I R E. So here's what's happening um, it's this is free, there's a free workshop. And um, we're going to be together a couple-ish hours inside of Zoom, and we're going to go through different life areas, and you're going to figure out, like, what's really working for you, what's not working for you, and what do you want? Now, it's called Assess and Aspire, and it's setting your 2021 up for success. 
but not in your standard goal setting vision boarding kind of way, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. We're just approaching it very differently. Like I do a vision board every year. There's nothing wrong with any of that. I love that, but that's not what I'm teaching here. What we'll be talking about is the deeper inside stuff that, that really uh, dictates your actions and how you need to feel and be and show up as in order to get those results that you want in your life. So, um, <laughs> you know, you know what I think about what is like, um, and when if you go to the chiropractor and he just gives you an adjustment, <laughs> we just give you an adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's, yeah, just I don't a, know. it's a, like a two and a half hour adjustment. Okay. We're going to adjust your perspective and it's going to be a, so much fun. There's already, I don't know, over 30 uh, people registered for it and it's going to be a lot of fun. So it's, this is free. Yeah. Um, and again, just go to bigliferesources.com forward slash aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E. All of the things that we're talking about in that evening can help you determine what boundaries you need to set next. So if you're like, this sounds great and whatever, but I don't even know what I want, then this is a place for you. Or if you yes. are finding yourself that um, finding that you, you feel annoyed or depleted or resentful, or you set goals and you just don't seem to follow through, but you don't know why, or you just mm -hmm. feel like maybe there's more for you come to assess and aspire. It's going to be yep. amazing. So um, sister, as we close here, can you tell me what it feels like when you're able to set a boundary and follow through? I'll tell you what, the follow through is the hard part. The boundary setting is the easy part. Sometimes when you set a boundary, people don't adjust to the boundaries that you set. But when they actually do, oh my gosh, my husband and my little boy were sitting down at the table last night building a solar robot that had like 167 parts. And my little boy, he's only seven. He isn't quite there yet. He doesn't really know what he's doing whenever it comes to that kind of stuff. So my husband was doing most of the work, mm -hmm. but it was so cool because I had had a conversation with my husband before. And I was like, listen, this is gonna be a lot. You ready for it? Mm -hmm. I need you to be ready for this. Like get your mind where it needs to be to sit down at this table for a couple of hours and not freak out because it's easy to freak out. Right. But the hard part is keeping calm in a situation where you just want to be like, stop touching all mm -hmm. of the parts. <laughs> Anyways, I, I'll tell you what last night was such a funny night in our house. It, my little Abram, he went into his bedroom. He got a microwave, a real life microwave for Christmas this year. And he went and he popcorn in his bedroom for everybody. <laughs> Me and Abby were sitting, it's dumb, but it is what it is. Uh, me and Oliver were sitting on the couch watching Alec and Albert put this solar robot together that had more parts than you could count. And I, you know, I was so, my, my husband, he's been, you know, he's, he's a uh, ex-military. He's retired from the military. He's a couple tours to Iraq and Honduras, and he'd been a little bit everywhere. And uh, it's, it's quick for him to lose himself. But last night I just sat there and I just smiled because he didn't lose himself. 
Alex starts touching all these parts. And Albert's like, what are you doing? Stop touching that. And he tickled him a little bit. And it was just, it was such a, you know, boundaries. So you told him boundaries. what you needed. And he showed I up. I told him what I needed. And he showed up. And it was really good. Now, and it, there was no yeah. losing yourself. There was no freaking out. But if, so cool. if you wouldn't have, if you just would have sat quietly and expected him to do that, because that's what you would do. How oh, would have that so. been different? Right. Because yeah, you have to say what you mm -hmm. need. You've got to yeah. say what you need. Yeah. If, if I wouldn't have said anything, I'll put the shit together, come back and get in a few minutes. You know, that's how it would have been. Right. But and you would have been angry like, and resentful <laughs> and frustrated and annoyed. Yeah. Like Alec is really working. He's like really looking forward to working with you on this. Like, let's make this work. And you know what they did? And it's not like one of those quick, like couple hour projects. It's like one of those couple day projects. Right. So right. They, they like worked like three hours on it last night, put some mm -hmm. baggies. And they're going to go back at it tomorrow. Every other day was mm -hmm. our goal for this uh, solar right. robot. And yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. So boundaries <laughs> and expectations kind of, you know, go hand in hand as well. So I love that. I know for me, um, it's hard to communicate, it, especially early on in my growth journey. It was really hard for me to say what I needed or express my opinion because I was terrified that I was wrong. And if I was wrong, it meant I was stupid or unworthy or, or, or some other really crappy story that I would tell myself. And that's a lot of times there's a belief behind everything that's stopping us from using our voice and saying what we need and holding up our boundaries and, and setting expectations and all of those things. There's some type of um, some type of belief that we have that if we do that and it doesn't go well, then that means X, Y, Z. So as you're thinking about what you need to do for you, what boundaries you need to have, what living your priorities would look like, what you want out of your life and really why you're doing what you're doing. Um, keep in mind that none of this is going to be comfortable and your mind is going to feed you many different stories about why it can't, why you shouldn't speak your mind, why, why you shouldn't um, put that boundary in place, why you shouldn't say what you need, why you shouldn't share your opinion. But obviously if you're in this space, and you're, you're wanting change, that listening to your mind isn't working for you. So it's time to do something different. And I promise you, the work is worth it. All of the work around discovering what you want, leaning into your priorities, using your voice for expectations and boundaries, all of that is worth it because on the other side of that is your big life. On the other side of that is freedom. On the other side of that is your ability to be truly fulfilled. And that's what we need from you. We need you to be out here living big. We need you to be out here using your voice and doing those things that only you can do and only the way that you 
can do it. Sister, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap up today? No, you're awesome. And I'm so thankful for you. Just the, the Big Life You program and the shift and all of this. Like, I am so thankful that I have someone new, like you in my life that it just opens my eyes. <laughs> well, it's just, it's been, it's been a remarkable journey and I'm thankful by my side. I feel the same way. I am. Um... I don't know what I would do without you in my life. Um, you're one of my most favorite people and I love you deep. Oh, I love you deep. Sis. I'll talk <laughs> to you later on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We so appreciate you being here and, and designating some of your time to think through some of these things. I hope this has been valuable for you. Send me a message. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode, what you want to know more about. You can email me, bethany at bethanyklim.com. Don't forget to check out the, the uh, workshop that's coming up on December 30th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's called Assess and Aspire. It's going to be worth every minute of it. And it's not your standard goal setting workshop. I promise you um, to get registered, get your seat saved for that. Go to bigliferesources.com forward slash aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E, bigliferesources.com forward slash aspire. And you can hop right into that. Um, until next time, take action, live big and stay dialed in.